WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. And good morning. Welcome into the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Wow. We're back. Back at it in the saddle. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the great state of Mississippi. Man, we've got college baseball, college hoops, NFL stuff left and right, and then the NFL draft. So here we go. Here we go. I'm ready. Bet 50, play 30 as the weather really gets right. Uh, Pearl River Resort, Golden Moon Casino, Sportsbook and Lounge. Bet $50, play award-winning. Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for only $30. Bet 50, play 30 at Pearl River Resort. And again, want to say good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And thank you for uh, that Tanner Allen interview got smoked on Twitter and Apple Podcast and Spotify. Thanks for going to Apple Podcast and Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Uh, I love that. We've got a lot of interviews today. We don't usually do this, but um, Tom Luganbill at 7.30. Mike Detillier at 8.30. And Mike Florio, NFL insider. Um, what, pro football talk? Yeah. We used to have Florio on, actually, years ago. It's when I had the studio inside the alumni house. He was just breaking. You know, he was just about to go pretty big. And, you know, he's done a heck of a job. I mean, some people think he's um, a mess. But, uh, yeah, Mike Florio, pro football talk, NFL insider. And with all this NFL stuff going on, I'm ready. Who's going where? Tag or no tag? This is going to be nuts over the next few weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so let's go over that again. Tom Luganville with ESPN at 7.30. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans at uh, 8.30. And Mike Florio, NFL Insider um, at 9.30. Pro Football Talk. He's also on NBC Sports with uh, Chris Sims. Actually, I really like Chris Sims uh, talking football. We will have to get Chris on. Jason, what's up? Nothing much. Just you know, had a good last night. Another nice rural, or I guess suburban dinner. I I did a little uh, Tuscan chicken. So okay. Getting really in touch with my uh, my sixty eight year old roots. You Hold know what on. I mean? I'm disappointed. What do you mean? You didn't you didn't go soup? No. I well, it's crock pot. You know. Oh, you did the chicken in a crock pot. Yeah. That is awesome. So I, I still, you know, I don't I'm really still ever see true. our crock pot. Wendy will bring it out. I can't remember the last time. I don't even know where it is in the kitchen, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, pantries and, well, not pantries, uh, all sorts of places to put stuff. I don't really, I know kind of the basics. Mm. And then there's a lot of stuff that I don't really no, need to know where what it is. No, yeah. Well, you know? I mean, the way that you talked about how 
you have like four things in your fridge whenever the kids are gone. Yeah. You're fine anyways. Yes, that's true. <laughs> You'll be okay. Yeah, steak and uh, steak. Ba- bag of fries in the freezer. And a bag of fries. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a bunch of deer meat. And some mayo that hasn't been touched in a while. I huh? don't know. You know what? I'm going to think, if I think about that later today, I'm going to see if we have any mayo in the fridge. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's good just to have, I'm telling you. You never know when you're going to want some some egg salad. Well, you know, the, my theory would be I'm sitting there by myself and I, I'm like, man, I just want to, I just want to spread a ton of mayo on some bread. Ooh. You know? Okay. And eat that. That, I mean, that sounds like a, a good way to throw up, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm glad you had Tuscan chicken. Um, uh, let's see. I was out and about a lot yesterday, I guess from being gone on Thursday or Friday. So I didn't really cruise into the house till about four 15, but it was a great day to be out. Cause it felt so good. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was nice. Very, very nice. Beautiful day on the lake. And once I got home at 4.15, I, I enjoyed it. Um, no cigar, but uh, I did have a beverage. And so it, it worked out. Worked out. Yeah. Now we're talking. You know, I feel like there's, an, there's a hangover after, one, the Super Bowl, and two, the Valentine's Day. Especially when they're that close. I don't think I get close. hungover on, uh, after Valentine's Day because I don't really, you know, acknowledge it that much but um yeah maybe a little super i don't know we've got so much in front of us chris jones is a is this is huge you know what's going to happen with chris jones mm-hmm. um and can he receive the franchise tag this offseason um how's that going to look is his future in kansas city or is stone cold chris jones is his future in um, somewhere else. I mean, I'd love for him to be a Dallas Cowboy. Let's go. You know, uh, Jerry and Steven are notorious for not making moves uh, in free agency. So, um, as you're always supposed to be adding, they don't believe in that. So, they don't, they don't make moves <laughs> in free agency. They're on a yacht or a plane doing something else. Uh, but not, not focused on football, but the Chiefs, could they three-peat without Chris Jones? Probably not. Mm. Yeah, you Because in the that. playoffs, you got to have a game record. I mean, he's your cornerstone yeah. on defense. And I mean, he could have easily been the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just not what... We've seen that a lot in the 2000s, right? Uh, with defensive linemen that have been game wreckers and quarterbacks who have maybe finally made a play, you know, three hours into the game. Right, right. And the defense has been game wrecking the whole time but are you hinting at someone oh there's yes i mean <laughs> there's i can think of two easily but i could argue for three mm. in a heartbeat um you know but yeah he could have been the mvp don't you think oh definitely and i mean when when you look at other teams or that maybe i should just say he was the mvp yeah but if he's not throwing touchdowns they're not going to give it to him that's true. You know, throwing or catching, I'll give it to some. Or there's sometimes, off. yeah, or handing off. That's a good point. But yeah, I mean, no, the Chiefs can't do it without Chris or somebody like Chris. You know, like you got to have a number one at their position, number one or number two at their position, right? For the Chiefs, just because of what the rest of their defense looks like. I mean, with Spags, you're in great shape, and you got Willie Gay, you got a couple other pieces, but 
Steve Spagnola, best defensive coordinator in the history of the postseason. Guess who else is a free agent? Willie Gay. Ooh. Both of them to and the Willie Vikings. Willie Gay's not... Not Christian. I mean, he's not that marquee of a player at his position, but he's a good player. Oh, so yeah. So I'm not trying to put him in at all just because he's a Mississippi State guy. I'm not I'm not trying to put him into the stone cold Chris Jones uh <laughs> tier because mm-hmm. there's just only so many players there. But it is something to keep an eye on. Oh, and the yeah. Saints have to make some decisions too. And I know locally, you know, people are looking at that. What what are the Saints? They're gonna have to make some they've got way too much money wrapped up at the running back position way way too much um what with 229 plus year olds so i don't know if you know the numbers usually don't work like that um for the nfl either right so yeah and we've also got you know baker well we'll see we we've got a lot of we've got a lot of stuff going on and alabama landed a stud in the transfer portal from michigan People are saying some tampering may have gone on. No way. Not the transfer <laughs> portal. The Ag Up Equipment text line. Shoot us a text. 601-885-3776. Tom Luganville on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line at 730. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Ah, uh, the big board this morning. Bet 50, play 30, Pearl River Resort. Now, inside the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, they call it the Timeout Lounge, full bar and food. Bet $50 there, play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for 30 bucks. Bet 50, play 30. Ooh, March Madness is around the corner. We're going to be at the Golden Moon. I'm looking forward to it. Marshall Henderson's bringing 30 friends. We're going to have to hang on. It may never be the same. Who knows? I mean, they they may just burn Dancing Rabbit down. But, 30? Uh, 30 friends? He's bringing 30 buddies. Jeez, what? Yeah. Now, that guy, <laughs> that guy was 30 friends? Yeah. Is going to throw down. Yeah, I mean, that guy can throw down by himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then you throw in his buddies. First time I ever had dinner with him was at Doe's in Greenville, uh, Greenville, uh, Mississippi. Have you ever been to Doe's? I've not. I've heard a lot of good things. What is it? So Do's? you haven't been to CS's. Mm-mm. And you haven't been to Chrishell's. Chrishell, that's the one. I was trying and to you haven't been one. to Doe's. No. None of the above. You haven't done much living. Whoa. There's good food besides those places. I get wow. it. Wow. I get it that it's good, but, you know, there's Piccadilly, there's Chili's, there's Arby's, okay? There's some good places. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, so <laughs> first time I ever have dinner, this is several years ago, uh, Marshall Henderson drives in from Dallas, 
and we're at the uh, Steve Azar um, charity deal. It's basically just a big Delta party to raise money, which is awesome for, you know, art programs throughout the Delta, which is cool. But it starts on Thursday night, and he rents out those, and there's two seatings, okay? Somehow we're always in the late one, which means that's the that's the crowd that's that stayed at the hotel lobby bar longer. Okay, they shuttle. Ah, him. okay. Yeah, I don't know how many shuttles he has, but they, they have like 15 shuttles. And so we always get put in the 8 o'clock or 8, th- I don't even know, whatever. The time stops in the Delta, as you know. And so we're there and we're eating and Marshall doesn't get there till like 9. And he reminds me of Jackson Meadows because he he sits down, he's got this big smile on his face, he's with his girlfriend who is now his wife. Okay. But this was like four or five years ago, right, okay? Right, And, you know, we're having, I mean, you know, the night is getting, it's a Delta night, it's getting going. We've got, you know, we've got shuttles, it's all good, you don't have to worry about anything, right? And there is steak and fries and tamales, on the tables, Ooh. they they just they 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 put them down as platter. You just grab what you want. Yeah, not yeah, individual but... plates. Okay, which is smart. Delta, you know. Yes, <laughs> he comes in, sits down, and it, it it other than Jackson Meadows, it was the first time I saw somebody chug wine. You know how you sip? Well, I sip anything, but you know, you know how you sip on wine. He, right. He's sitting there at the table. He's chugging wine. I'm laughing, and he's telling stories. <laughs> So that's how I got to know him. And then I, I met his dad this past year. Really nice guy. 35-year uh, high school basketball coach in Texas. And wow. Yeah. He's so much more chill. Like, he, sometimes the dads and sons are the same. Sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ha, uh, Marshall has a lot of uh, rambunctious energy. And his dad is just chill the opposite just hey man what's happening you know just so got to meet him last summer his dad's coming with him wow yeah i i could see his dad being that chill because when you have to, maybe you know i don't know if marshall was say crazy in high school or anything like that but yes the energy that Jack- he, yeah the energy that he has i figure you know he's probably taken some energy from his parents so his dad is just really chill now you know what i mean because when your son one great athlete, but also he likes to he likes to chat. <laughs> you know, especially when he was on the court. He oh, he's to... the same way at dinner. He can. Oh, really? He, yeah, he's gonna. You can let him roll, and that way you can just. I like to sit and listen, especially at a long dinner like that. Beverages are flowing, good food. You got a bunch of different people at the table, not your same crew. Oh, yeah, which is yeah. nice and very smart in life. You know, the same people who sit at the same spaghetti supper every Wednesday night for. 34 years, you don't learn anything, but, um, but yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it was fun and it's been fun to, to get to know him. We've had him on several times and, uh, he's bringing 30, 30 buddies, wild people, friends to, to the golden moon and dancing rabbit golf club for March madness. Wow. Maybe I should do that as like a bachelor trip, you know, take, take 20 guys up there. I don't know about 30, 30 is a little I don't know if I have oh, 30 I think, friends. I think, you know, for me, six sounds like a good number. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I said I'm 30? I think, I think Ryan told me they have 30 people coming. 
Now, there, I think there's probably tiered out friends-wise, right? He's probably right. got some close ones and some dudes that are re- pretty darn close. And then just some people that kind of are still friends but hang out. Yeah, yeah. You because gotta, you're right, you can't be you can't be close to that many people. No, you got to have your scramble too. You know, you got your your scramble. Well, that's the that, deal. They're they're you're, you just nailed it. They're playing all this kind of golf scrambles and tournaments and money games and all that stuff. So that'll be fun. And when you get two courses, the azaleas and the oaks, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And oh. it, you know, it gives you a little bit different uh, opportunity every day. Uh, RT on the text line just made a good point. Marshall thought bet 50, bring 30. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. that's a great, great job, RT. That's funny. <laughs> bet 50, bring 30. Actually, people. I was the one that, so yeah, I brought Pearl River Resort into Steve Azar and Azar brought Marshall. In. Yeah, that was funny. Um, watching Steve Azar and Morgan Freeman and Andy Kennedy jam on stage at Marshall Henderson's wedding is funny. I can't it imagine. Is. It's funny. I can't imagine Get, getting all those personalities together. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. No, no doubt. I'm trying to figure out who had a better time in Oxford, Marshall or AK. Anyway, uh, the out of bounds <laughs> show ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone is brought to you by Mississippi sports medicine and orthopedic center. Cause I ran into an AK on 38 one evening and well, that was fun. Um, I mean, there was one night early in his career had to be year two. Maybe year one or two, we ended up at the library till one a.m. and two of his assistants started wrestling. That was weird. <laughs> uh, but you know, those are those. That's the way documentaries start, or books, or podcast. And we're at the library at one a.m. and two old Miss assistant coaches are wrestling, and I'm with AK over in the corner laughing and drinking cold beer. <laughs> they were drinking Budweisers, which is a damn good beer. Oh yeah. Hey, did you know this is the king of beers? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, would, What would you say is like fact, America's We should beer. make this a Tuesday Budweiser day. Oh, okay. I'll crack a Bud. A Bud heavy on a Tuesday. You know, I ran into a buddy, speaking of, at the center bar at, at the Golden Moon. Like a, It was during football season. He was with his wife, and, and he was drinking a Bud heavy. I was like, that's what I'm talking Let's go. about. So, um... This this was a real weird big board. <laughs> this was a weird. We started just you know you mentioned Marshall Henderson and then and I then, went way down a rabbit hole and then we get into chugging wine at dinner. Which if yeah. you, if you have friends, you know those friends that like you just already know if you take them to a nice restaurant, they're gonna give you. A oh, bad it's gonna name. be an S show. Yeah, in a good way. Usually <laughs> not not usually in getting thrown out, but it could get a little elevated. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, you're not going to get thrown out, but you may be told to tone it down. Oh, and I've had a few in a of good those. way. Like the manager's kind of laughing, right? They're like, "Hey, it's it's good. Y'all are having a good time and spending a lot of money, but just kind of keep it, you know." Yeah, can you tell your buddy not to pull the tablecloth off the table as a right. magic trick? We're yeah. not, you know, not ready for that one. Don't. Yeah. Wow. Don't get naked on the way to the bathroom. These are things. You know, some do's and don'ts. Right, right. Although in the Delta, that may be just another day that ends with a Y. Yeah, that's a sign on the door. Right. Just, just don't get naked. Don't come anymore. in here unless you're naked. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the opposite, but you never know in the Delta. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Tom Luganbill coming up next. I think Luganbill's next. I have to check my text, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, well, if he's not, well, <laughs> I got some stuff I want to hit. 
We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Uh, yes, it is good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. We are the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We have Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Excited to have him on. We're going to talk a little uh, SEC coaching rankings. I've got my list here. It gets real weird after Kirby, though. I'm going to be honest. I mean, tier two and tier three. Um, it's just, you know, kind of what what you like. And, uh, you know, Sark and where do you put him? And he had his one good year. I'm still not sold. But should he be in tier two? And then I've got Breeze and Kiffin in tier three along with drink. And uh, I guess Stoops, although I think he's going to have a hard time with the uh, merging of the East and the West. Um, So this is going to be fun. We are the Out of Bounds Show. This interview is brought to you by the Armory on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Guns, optics, suppressors, all at the Armory. Beautiful, beautiful shop. Very, very high end. Um, It was a bank. Uh, It's a white brick building in front of Kroger on uh, Lake Harbor. It's called the Armory. For all your guns, optics, and suppressors, you want to go to the Armory on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. We want to welcome in Tom Luganville, fresh off a vacation. All right, Tom Luganville, you told us that your wife was surprising you. Where did y'all end up going? So she surprised me with a seven-day Caribbean cruise where we flew from Charlotte to San Juan, Puerto Rico, uh, and got on the ship and went to Barbados, St. Thomas, St. Martin, Tortola, St. John's Cay. I don't know if I'm missing one. I think that's all of them before returning back to San Juan and uh, flying back on Sunday afternoon. So I found out about this like three days before we were going. I knew I was going on a trip because my birthday is kind of smack dab in the middle of bowl season and New Year's and the college football playoff. And I was turning 50 and she wanted to do something. And she, and I said, well, just plan something and, and you can tell me later. And so she got the idea to do this and then made sure I didn't find out about it. And so it was really a fantastic surprise. And we had an unbelievable time. And it came at a perfect time for me because I'm kind of in between that phase of getting done with signing day, having a slight little break of downtime before the UFL starts. And so the timing of it couldn't have been more perfect and actually more needed. I really needed to step away a little bit. Okay, that sounds awesome. Uh, so I've, I've never been, Wendy and I have never been cruise people, but this sounds pretty awesome. Um, and, you know, it's something weird for me. What was, did you enjoy it? Uh, did you like the the kind of crew going on the cruise, going on the boat, and I guess going on the islands and then coming back on the boat type deal? Is that the way it worked? Absolutely loved it. 
Now, like you, you got to, I mean, we were on a massive ship and it was a state of the art ship through Norwegian uh, cruise lines. And it actually just launched in August of 2023. So it was practically brand new. So everything, yeah, everything on the boat was fantastic amenities, all of those sorts of things. So your time spent on the boat was, was absolutely fantastic. And then what we just did, we, we kind of like just to relax on, on the beach. So what we did when we got to every single port, we figured out, okay, what, what is the most famous beach? Or what is supposed to be the most epic beach on this particular island? And if it had a tiki bar, a place to get a bite to eat, um, that's where we went. So every single stop, we did that. And then one other stop, we when we were on St. Martin, we went from the Dutch to the French side by powerboat and went snorkeling, stopped off at a couple of little dive bars off of the coast there. I mean, the water is crystal clear. I mean, it looks like it's coming out of your faucet. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, we didn't – we're not, like, major planners. It was kind of like, all right, what do we want to do when we stop here? I like we that. Google, yeah, you know, we Google a couple of things, come to a game, well, let's try this or let's try that. And then um, – and that's kind of how we played it. So, like, every day was – somewhat unplanned until we got off the boat and said, okay, let's Google this. Oh, hey, you know what? They say this beach is supposed to be pretty awesome. All right, well, how do we get there? Well, we got to get ourselves either a water taxi or we got to get a, a ride and the whole nine yards and stuff. It was great. And I will say this. My favorite of all of the islands was probably St. Martin on the Dutch side. That place is spectacular. Like, spectacular want to move there and live there half the year. Spectacular. Wow. Okay, St. Martin on the Dutch side. I'll have yeah. to make a note of that. Okay. Unbelievable. Well, I'm glad y'all had a great trip. I am. Sure that's, did. That's man. good. Well, uh, we'll go from the um, islands to talking SEC coaching rankings. Are you ready? Love it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm curious to see what your criteria is here as well. As I heard you coming on air from your break. Okay, so here's where I am. Um, here's something that I think, and this is unheard of in sports, because none of us can agree on anything. Um <laughs> It, but, you know, it makes it fun. Everybody debates this afternoon over a couple of beers in their neighborhood. Who's the best? Mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think the one thing that everybody can agree on right now with Saban retiring is that Kirby's number one, right? I mean, boom. he's well, Yeah, how, how, can, how can you not? Number one, on the field, the production has been... Uh, as advertised, if not exceeded expectations, certainly sooner than maybe people expected. It's been sustainable. And Georgia right now in the college football landscape in the world that we're living in has arguably the most, if not in the top three to five most resources to sustain this, particularly in this, this little area that we're in right now where there doesn't seem to be any foreseeable answers in the near future as to how everybody's going to manage all of this thing. So what do you have to have to survive it? you got to have finances. Right. You've got to have resources. And that's where they have big advantages right now. Okay, so I have Kirby at one. Now, tier two okay. gets real murky, and that's where the beers start flowing because guys are going to start debating and disagreeing. <laughs> you, have, you have one coach in your tier one. Yes. Okay, got it. All, all right. right, because here's the deal. Kalen DeBoer who I think is a rock star, but he's not Kirby. Um, Brian Kelly has played for a national championship. 
And I think he, whether people like him or not, and that's not what this is about, personalities right, and all. Right, I don't yeah. care, whatever. Yeah. He's a phenomenal coach. It's not easy to win at Notre Dame. But he won it like Van, uh, Grand Valley State Tech, okay, all the way up. Yeah, okay. national championships, by the way. Right, okay. And, yeah. then, and then Sark. And this is where I struggle with Sark. He was in a super easy conference where he and Oklahoma, and he even out-recruits Oklahoma, he was the number one recruiter. Now, he did make the college football playoff. I do have to give him some credit there, okay? Yeah. Um, but that's what's looking like tier two to me. Now, you can make a strong argument on what Freeze did at Ole Miss and Liberty is unbelievable. What Kiffin's done at Florida Atlantic and Ole Miss is unbelievable. The way drink is trending, I don't think it's sustainable, but more power to him. And Stoops, and I think Stoops is about to take a, a – I think the merging of the East and West is going to be more than extremely difficult for Stoops in Kentucky because as much as you and I have talked about him and I've talked about him to other people, and I recognize he has done some really good things at a basketball school, They've never got the they've never gotten the engine started on offense, and now with the divisions merging, it's about to catch up to him. But I also have to recognize he's done a good job, so that's where I am. Done, I would argue he's done an exceptional job. Like I would, I would say exceptional um, when you consider where that program was when he took it over, and what it has developed into. Now, I would agree with you that what we are embarking on conference wide is not inherently going to create some challenges for them, right? I mean, I think we can all acknowledge that. Um, but I think what he's done has been nothing short of sensational. I really do, especially when it comes to program building. Yes, yes. And so, and by the way, we've got some program builders in here um, that we can talk about. But as far as Tier 2, now, shoot holes, agree, add, subtract here. I've got Tier 2, I've got DeBoer. I got Brian Kelly. Okay. You wouldn't put you wouldn't put Stoops in there based off of what he's done. No, I can't. Coaches, because here's coaches. the deal. I, I recognize everything we just said, but the East has been um, there's such a gap between the the West and the East, and I live in the West, and I live around teams that are not the elite recruiters. So I think it's so much more difficult to win seven to nine games a year at Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Arkansas if they can do it. But the other two that I referenced can't, have proven they can. And and actually have won 10, and, and Kiffin just won 11. Then winning uh, 7 to 10 in the East. I think the gap is is massive, Luke. And Luke's. Okay. I do. But does that change your opinion of him as – an accomplished best coach. Cause what we're talking about here is what you think are, are like, for example, like I agree with you on Brian Kelly, the guy has won everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, you got to put him in that, that top tier. Kalen DeBoer has won everywhere. He's amazing. He's amazing. Right. Sark's done a remarkable job in a short period of time and, and, and may have turned the corner. We're I'm still nervous there. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. And quite honestly, when you consider the losses that they have, especially along the defensive front going into the SEC next year, I would feel much better about them had they had this year's roster going into next year's season. Right. 
because they're going to lose a lot of guys, SEC caliber dominant players defensively up front as they enter the league. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you there. So how much of this, in your opinion, is relative to where the coach is coaching at? Oh, I, I think it is because I, I've lived it here with, with Mullen and Freeze and now uh, Kiffin and Leach for a, for a short time. Um, I absolutely, and you know, I got to see what Jackie Sherrill did to a program that had never won, um, and what Tuberville did to a program, Lugs, that was on massive probation. So those kind of reclamation projects, um, yeah. rebuilds are totally impressive to me. Um, so, you know, I, I think Texas was a little bit of a rebuild, but a lot of culture. I mean, they had talent, they had athletes. You just had to get, and Herman was 34 and 16. It's not like he was 20 and 25 at uh, Texas. So there's a little bit different deal there, but, but my tier two is DeBoer, Kelly and Sark. And, and I, I, for me, it's not Stoops debating whether he's in the tier two. I have him at tier three and we may disagree on that. To me, the tier two debate is freeze and Kiffin. I've got him in tier three, but there's a strong argument for, Freeze going back-to-back New Year's Six Bowls at Ole Miss and winning big at Liberty. And then Kiffin growing up and figuring it out and winning at Florida Atlantic and two big years at Ole Miss in, in the last four. That's where I am. But but I'm not, I don't know if I'm quite ready to put Kiffin and Freeze in Tier 2, but, man, it's damn close. Well, if you're not putting Stoops, who's at Kentucky, and not smacked out in the middle of the South when it comes to access to players in the Tier 2, but you're thinking about putting the other two in there, I think all three then need to go to Tier 3. Okay, I can live with that. What about drink? Yeah. Where, where would you – Would you? I mean, one super-duper year this past year. They've obviously yeah. – he's found 8, 10, 12, 15 dudes. I don't know. Yeah. It's usually not as many people as we think that are willing to pump money into – which I would have never thought that Missouri – would would light the uh, would strike the match and get the lighter fluid going and pump millions of dollars into their right. NIL and more power to them um, and even yeah. more so. I, I, how about this? I wouldn't have ever thought that Missouri would beat Auburn to to millions of dollars in their NIL fund. Now Auburn's getting their act together, yeah. and I recognize that. But I would I would not have had that on my bingo card, Luke's, and I would have lost money on that. But more yeah, power to I'm him. with you. And I think that's one of the reasons why you got to respect the heck out of Eli Drinkwitz. And I agree that it also may not be sustainable long-term. I still think that's the type of program where you're going to have to have some peaks and valleys. There are going to be years where maybe you're just built right and you, you win nine or you win ten. And then there's going to be years where you, you, you lose maybe some guys to the draft, you lose some guys to the transfer portal, and you're a little bit more of a developmental program. So when that happens to you, it affects you differently than it affects Georgia, right? So you're going to maybe dip down to a 7-5 and five and an 8-4. and four. But he is completely overachieved uh, in terms of the program as a whole, in my opinion, um, at, at Missouri. And so I think he deserves a lot of credit. If we were having this conversation five years from now, and he had continued to do what he did last year, then you kind of have to consider where he's at, and you'd have to put him in Tier 2. Right. 
And here's another guy that that's swimming around tier three. We're visiting with National College Football Analyst with ESPN, Tom Luganbill. He's on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And the show is driven by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Here's another guy that's swimming around tier three, in my opinion. Mike Elko with what he did at Duke. Luke's. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's no question. And to be honest with you, you know, a lot of people, you know, that are involved in following the SEC, following Texas A&M, what have you, had his Duke team that he had this past fall had the same luck with injuries that it had the year before, he might have had another nine, if not ten win season. Like, they were really good on defense. Quarterback obviously gets injured. They got banged up, got banged up a little in the offensive line. And so he actually did as good a coaching job, in my opinion, this past fall as he did, you know, the year before. And so when you do that at Duke, um, I think he inherited some pretty good players. You know, the quarterback kind of fell into his lap. Sometimes you need that to happen to get off to a, a good start and get off the mat, and that's kind of, you know, like we've talked about before, you know, luck is part of the equation. You can't discount it. And so uh, I, I think there's, there's, without a doubt, he's, he's in the conversation, which is interesting to me because if you're going to say that, how would you categorize Brent Venables? I can't have him in Tier 3. Um, even with last year's performance, um, I need to see more. It's kind of uh, incomplete. Um, mm-hmm. okay, I, I, I've got him, I've got him in tier four, but as far as Elko, if you and I were, were, were having a cold beer this afternoon on, on the back patio and we said, all right, let's put Elko in, in tier three with Kiffin and, um, freeze and drink and stoops. I'm not going to be mad at it. I'm not going to be mad at it at all. Now here's no. what also I'm debating real quick is who's going to be the, who's going to jump up this year. Who's the, see, it's, to me, it's, it's between um, as far as teams that didn't do quite what we wanted them to, uh, it's going to be A and M because they now have a grown up at head coach. It's going to be Brian Kelly in or Brian Kelly in year three, or it's going to be Freeze in, in year two. In my opinion, those are the three teams that could leapfrog two surprise teams in Ole Miss and Missouri, or possibly Texas. Those three teams that are my kind of teams that could have a big year that didn't have a big year last year. I, I completely agree uh, with you um, in, in, in every way, shape, and form. And, you know, it's interesting that in this conversation, we are, you know, talking about some what ifs, okay, but then obviously some proof in the pudding, too, with, with guys that have, that have uh, sustained success long term. And to have this conversation and not be discussing the current state of the Florida program and the schedule that they have coming up because I understand that Billy Napier is going to take a ton of heat, right? And Billy Napier, the the scrutiny is going to be at an all-time high. I don't know if you put Kalen DeBoer, if you took Brian Kelly, if you took uh, Lane and you gave them – Florida's personnel right now and Florida's schedule, what would we expect of them? It would still be extremely difficult, even though those are phenomenal coaches you just referenced. Um, I, I agree with you. It would be so difficult 
because at the end of the day, it's players versus plays. Right. right? And then when you add the schedule into it, I mean, what, what the conference did to Florida, I mean, I, I don't know if it matters who's the coach of Florida right now with that schedule. It, uh, yeah, it's not awesome. Uh, I think Billy Napier is a heck of a coach. Something's in the I water do. down there. I don't think it's Scott Strickland. I don't think it's Billy Napier. Post-Urban Meyer, they have not been able to get it right. And uh, I think they're torn academically, research, what you have to do in recruiting. Um, uh, they're a top five public institution. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know. I mean, they, they can be a monster again in like five minutes. Luke's, yeah. I think, I think they can because of what Spurrier and Urban did. But you're right, that schedule is nasty. I know you know all about the, the quarterback that they signed, but well, yeah. what's realistic in, in exactly. year one? I mean, the kid may be great 18 to 24 months from now, but what, what's realistic on all that and, and so on? So I don't know. I don't, I, Napier is kind of an incomplete, unknown. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Because Strickland made the right hire with Dan, and Dan beat Kirby in year two. Went to two yeah. New Year's Six, beat Harbaugh, and something really weird went down, yeah. and I can't put Marco my finger Wilson on it in games. Go ahead. Marco Wilson throwing a shoe. Right, and then they couldn't win a football game. Do, do, you, do you know where they were ranked when he threw that shoe? Like fifth? I think sixth. Okay. How <laughs> crazy, right? I mean, it's just nuts. Uh, I don't, I can't explain it. I, I don't, and, and you know, nil wise, they've they've kind of the whole quarterback thing that the, what whatever his name is that went to Arizona State. Um, so I don't know what to do with Florida, but here are the three teams that that could leapfrog some of the teams outside of Georgia and maybe even Bama. It's A and M, LSU, and I never count Hugh Freeze out. Tom Luganville. Let me tell you something. I think Blake Baker's a great hire at LSU on defense. Really, really good hire. Garrett Nutzmeyer's a dude, and I commend him for biding his time, being patient, seeing the bigger picture, seeing the long view. LSU's got a chance to, I think, really rebound and be pretty good. Yes. Um, I, I don't disagree on those on those three teams. You know, the conversation that I don't think enough people are having is what is the realistic level of expectation that will satisfy Alabama fans at the end of next fall? Well, we've only got a minute. We're going to pick this up next week. Here's here's the deal. With the 12-team playoff, mm-hmm. it's good timing for DeBoer because they are going to be light years better on offense. and. Sure. Uh, they're going to be able to find a slot even if they stumble a little bit because they could lose to Georgia in September. So what? I mean, that doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah, um, yeah no, exactly. Uh, they, they're still going to find a spot ninth through 12th, worst-case scenario in the college football playoff, Luke's. You know? so Or even if they don't get a bye and they come in at 5th, but they get a home game December 20th, watch out with DeBoer and Bama is the way I look at it. Right, before. Yeah, I, I, but the question is, though, with that fan base who has become so spoiled, is that going to be good enough? And that's the difficult part of taking that job at this time if you're Kalen DeBoer. No question. Now, that was fun. Glad you had a great trip down to the islands. 
We'll pick this up uh, next week. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good, buddy. All right. See you. Tom Luganville with ESPN. He joined us on the farm. Bureau, insurance, guest line. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. We're loaded up with guests today. We have Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans at 830. And NFL insider Mike Florio will stop by at 930. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by The Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland in front of Kroger. That's the place to go for uh, firearms, guns, optics, suppressors. Beautiful, beautiful building right in front of Kroger on Lake Harbor. The Armory. In Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.